Welcome to the Equinity Podcast, where horse owners just like you share their incredible Equinity stories and how Equinity is changing their horses' lives. Whether you're searching for something to give your performance horse better focus, faster recovery, and more stamina, or in the extreme case where all hope seems lost, give your horse what it needs to help heal at a cellular level, you'll find it here. So jump in on today's episode to hear how Equinity is helping horses worldwide. Now, welcome your host, John Dowdy. Hello and welcome to this week's Equinity Podcast. This is a special one, although I think Every week is special, but uh, we're going to swing up into Indiana, and we've got Rachel Cleary on the line. Now, her background is rehabbing horses that come from, well, one end of the spectrum to the other, and we'll get into that. But what's unique about this particular podcast is she drug on one of her friends and boarders that's going to talk about her horse and how she found equinity. So, Rachel Cleary and Sam Anthrop, welcome to the Equinity Podcast. Hi, thanks for having us. Hi, thank you. Oh, you bet. We're excited to have you. So let's get right into this. Rachel, let's start off with uh, just talking a little bit about the work that you do with rehabbing horses and where do they come from? What kind of stuff do you typically deal with? How long have you been doing it? That kind of stuff. Um, well, we have been doing rehab really my whole life that I can remember. We've always gotten horses that have been in bad conditions and rehab them weight-wise and health-wise to get them to good show homes and things like that. We started doing physical rehabilitation about eight years ago. Certified massage therapist, rehab therapist, among a million other things here. But we really do a lot of sports injuries and weight issues, elderly horses, things like that. So a lot of extreme cases come in as far as pain, or just in your general killer pen type horses that have been abused. So not just weight gain, but physical rehabilitation. Yeah, so we could be talking from something very uh, common, I mean, like a weight gain type of thing, which nutrition yeah. and some exercising things to very severe, like we've got to have the professional team. Because, I mean, you do work with, well, tell us about the team that you work with. Absolutely. I have an awesome team. I have a veterinarian that is one of which is our, we call her our, our emergency on-site farrier, Chris Chapel. She lives about 10 miles from us, so she can get to the barn pronto. She has always got eyes on our horses. We have a corrective farrier, Dan Whitty, um, who's also an RVT, who does all of our balancing with the hoof. And then we work with Dr. Davern from Centaur Equine Specialty Hospital in Shelbyville, Indiana. He is a surgeon, and he takes all of our extreme cases and helps us with these really tough journeys. So I, we have a great team. Yeah, that's incredible. Now, let's talk about, now you've been doing this for a long time, and you've been using yeah. the Equinity product for about how long? Since. July of 2017. So this will be going on our third year. So about two and a half years okay. in with the product. And I think it's important because the reason I want to I asked you that question is since you've been doing rehab work that brings all kinds of challenges to the table, you didn't have a quinity. You know, you've only been using it for two and a half years. So what is the biggest thing that you've noticed since adding a quinity to your program? The the how fast this product accelerates everything that we do 
from weight gain to muscle gain to the healing, healing processes of physical wounds, flesh wounds, cuts like that, and internal wounds as far as suspensory injuries and torn muscles and, and things like that. It, we've been doing it a long time, and rehab's tough, and every horse is different. And it, even with the weight gain issues, you, you're not just targeting one thing. A lot of times we're, we have to treat ulcers or absorption issues. We're dealing with lameness issues and all of this while you were trying to bring that horse back to life with nutrients. So this product is, is helping in all those areas. There's a lot, a lot less products. I really use Equinity and one other along with our feed program and other than the, the physical rehabs and extras that we have to use from our, our vets, we, we're not having to use as much. Um, and it, it's really made a difference. There's, there, there's no comparison without it as far as the speed, especially on the easier weight gain issues. I mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. fast now. A 30-day sure. turnaround is unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, and I th- I think before we get into, we're going to be talking about five different uh, cases here, although you have uh, a lot more than that, but due to, to time constraints, we'll keep it to five and maybe we could do another podcast down the road. But if you're tuning in for the first time, maybe you've been seeing the Quinity ads and maybe some uh, friends are talking about Equinity or you're just saying, hey, what exactly is this stuff? The Equinity Horse Excel is 100% pure amino acids. There's no fillers, no sugars, no starches, and there's no loading dose. A serving size is 5.2 grams, which is just shy of a tablespoon. But ultimately what this product is doing is it's giving the body what it needs to release its own hormones that help the body heal at a cellular level. So in this case, we're going to talk about five different horses from couple rescues to a very extreme that had all the odds uh, against this horse and the pictures are quite shocking which i will have posted in the transcription of the podcast on our website at teamaquinity.com and the neat thing with this product is and again in this case we're talking about five horses and as you give each horse one scoop a day or possibly two depending and i can get in, into the reasons one versus two scoops but if you're just giving one scoop a day because we're giving the the horse's body what it needs to release its own hormones then it's that horse's hormones that are going to the problem areas so in essence it's customizing to each horse and that's important as we go through each one of these different examples and these five horses and how it's affected them each a little bit differently while at the same time, there's commonalities with all of them. Softer, shinier coat, filling out more muscle. They're happier, stronger, and faster, healthier hooves, um, just to name a few things. But So let's get right into this first horse, which is uh, D, I believe. Now, uh, D and Piper, these were rescue horses. So let's talk about D first. And this was just within 30-day time frames on these two particular ones. So let's talk about D first, what was going on with D, how... How did you acquire D, and what was going on? We D was a horse that our family used to train, and we found her in Ohio in terrible condition. They basically gave her away for for what she is. So then they had said us, you know, she's a little thin, and we think her hocks need injected. So my mother-in-law drives over there to get her, and she sends me these pictures, and she is not thin. This horse is emaciated. I'm I'm talking like four or five inches in between her back legs, (laughs) like gaping open, spine sticking out. And she's wobbling around like she's got EPM. I mean, so weak in the back. And we didn't, we, it was a long shot to get her to where we thought she could even be breathing sound. So there again, 
threw everything at her. Yes, food and good hay, but we added equinity. And the 30-day picture on her, she it, it's unbelievable how much she picked up. And not just fat, not, not just weight in her belly. I mean, she her muscles started to come back. And this horse started to move around a little bit better here and there. Uh, we didn't put her out with other horses because of how weak she was in the hind end. We were really afraid they would run her and hurt her or she'd fall down. And I also sent you in a 90-day picture in there. Her 90-day picture, she is ready to go in a halter class. She looks beautiful. <laughs> All yes, the she top does. Line, super happy. Oh, got her awful attitude back. Thank you. Um, <laughs> she... She is now able to go out with other horses. She actually we've seen her run in the pasture. Where I'm telling you, this horse was, was I. She, I really thought I'd put money on it that she had EPM, and yeah. she's coming more sound. And she's we're going to be able to breed her this spring. Yeah, it's amazing looking at the pictures. And as you said, it, it doesn't really do it justice. But in in the before picture, just bones. I mean, really. I mean, and then the, the nothing 90, there. Yeah, and then 90 days later, well, even in the 30-day pick is pretty darn good. It's a little bit uh, overcast yeah. and not uh, sunny, but in the in the 90-day, that man, put your sunglasses on. Look at her hair coat. Yeah, that's great. Look at, and like she came with that awful rain rot skull, you know, just typical mm-hmm. starving horse, and. Yep. He does not get brushed regular. <laughs> yeah. Now so. let me let me ask you this question because you know anybody that knows anything about horses, you take a horse that has been neglected and hasn't had any nutrition and looks like this horse does, and then you give them nutrition. Of course, they're going to blossom and do things. So, how do you feel that equinity added to the benefits of where this horse is today? Yeah, we and we like I said, we've been doing that for a long time, and yet when you feed them, they do they gain weight. It, but it's a much slower process. And one thing that we're not having to do near as much when we add the equinity is we're not having to treat all these other issues that we normally have to treat. Usually, you get them in, it's like okay, we get them balanced out, then we have to treat the ulcers because they've been starving. We have to give them extra fat supplement. We need to give them something to manage their pain issues that we're dealing with. And we're not having to do near as much of that. You know, these horses are coming back really fast, really helping their attitudes as well. You know, a lot of horses are very depressed. And, you know, a lot of times you'll, you'll get a lot of weight on them and they'll plateau off for a little bit and get them back up there. Since we've been using the equity, it's just like we're just going uphill real fast. <laughs> I, awesome. I haven't had them plateau off near as bad. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Okay, let's uh, go into Piper. And what, how'd you uh, acquire Piper and what was going on there? Piper, let's see, she uh, was a horse we had once had and had sold. And somehow she had wound up in the sale barn and sold to a person who dumped her off at a boarding facility. And so she was abandoned there for about three years. The lady that owned the facility had passed away and her family got the place and they didn't want the horses. So they found out that she was once mine through some people, and I went there and I got her. When I went there, well, mind you, before the horse, this was a pretty hot-headed, big mare. Very, very big, very pretty horse and full of attitude. And I, I pull up there and I get there, and she's got her head hanging down on the ground. 
her feet are all messed up. She's laying on the front. She's laying on the back. She's her spine's sticking out. You can see all of her ribs. I mean, she's defeated. Mm. Her her tail her tail was like at her hocks. I mean, this horse was beautiful. Last I had seen her. Brought her home, started feeding her, and gave her equinity. And the, I gave you a thirty day picture on that one. Yes. And along with Dan jumping in there and bouncing out her feet, and we worked on her body a couple times. She's already found her new home and, and back conditioning for barrel racing. So that was in 30 days. <laughs> That's and, crazy. And the top line on her, man, she's, it's unbelievable. And how much her, her tail's grown quite a bit too in her mane. And she's got her fire back in her. That, that is one thing I'll say about the equinity. It, if you have a horse that's, you know, gotten a lot of pain and are unhealthy for some reason and they've lost their fire, equinity will give it back to them. It, they feel much better. Yeah, yeah, they, and you know, I think it would be important to point out too because every now and then we ask, "Does this is this product going to make my horse hot?" Right? No. Um, yeah, and no. Typ- typically, what we found it's it's not like giving uh, or jacking them up on a caffeine or it doesn't make them lazy no. like a sedative. It, it, I think the best description it balances the horse. And it brings out the personality of the horse because they're not in pain or we'll say whatever pain it, it would be significantly less. Uh, but a lot of times it's just they're a healthy, happier horse and they're more comfortable it's in their clean. skin. And it's a clean, healthy. I mean, they feel good. They they feel genuinely good. Yeah. Um, that's the one thing I've noticed. Even on our horses that we give it to that aren't, don't have these big major issues, I, I don't want to have any of them without it because they just I know they feel better. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, let's go into Bristol, which I think we have someone here also on the call that can talk about this particular horse. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, um, Sam. I I have Bristol. She was at Rachel's barn. I was boarding her there in barrel racing, and she started getting lame, swelling, and when we took her to the vet and did a lameness exam, it was three out of five on pick whichever leg you wanted to pick at the moment oh she's and, so she's a, a um, high maintenance uh needs attention horse uh yes very much so <laughs> now um <laughs> was she also she was a 1d horse right or is a 1d horse oh it's all there that horse she is a fast cat i'm telling you and a turning machine wow so it's a see her go from that to not usable it's pretty hard yeah and i felt I felt like I wasn't, you know, I tried so much taking her to the vet. We had done corrective chewing. We've done injections about everything. I've tried about everything except for the OSFOS injections that I was recommended because there was a bunch of mixed opinions on that. One vet would say it was good. One would say one would have an opposite opinion, you know. And then Rachel turned me on to the Quinity with Bristol and she was always one of those that would lay down in the stall at night. She always gets put up at night. And when I would get there in the morning, she'd have to stand up and she'd just walk so stiff and sore and lame. And if you worked her the next day, I'd have to be, you name it, giving her whatever to be able to see her walk and not not just want to cry looking at her. Yeah. And, now, now, when you first opened um, the tub of Aquinity, what were your thoughts on the dose size i had i had to do a double take and ask rachel if it really was only one scoop of (laughs) you know the tiny little scoop that's in there i'm like are you sure only one of these (laughs) 
<laughs> but so then she was only on it. I started giving it to her December 3rd, and it was about four or five days later after that, I noticed a difference. I I went out to the barn, and when I walked out there, Bristol popped up out of her stall and walked off like nothing was wrong. Not, not stiff, not lame, absolutely nothing. And I have not seen that in at least three years in that horse. Yeah, I got, I got a message that morning. How fast does this stuff actually work? <laughs> Am I just seeing this? And I'm like, well, <laughs> no, you're not just seeing this. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So then, and now, I mean, I ride her and the old Bristol is back. The Bristol I used to have, her personality is there. Her, When I ride her out and I bring her back in, she's not lame the next day. I, you know, the very first time I was like, well, I'll give this a test because we went trail riding and we loped a little bit and I thought, well, you know, she'll be sore, really sore tomorrow. She'll probably be lame. Nothing, nothing was wrong with that horse. I actually turned her out in the pasture and she took off running and bucking and for a good couple minutes straight. And that horse has not done that in years. Wow. She now, initiates playtime out in the pasture, <laughs> which I mean, now, what you had emailed over to me earlier, just give me a little background on this horse. So she was kind of diagnosed with mild navicular, uh, and then yeah. you were having to do some creative shoeing and a you know three degrees wedge, and that's when you're doing the injections and rehab, and all of this stuff would kind of work, but it was nothing like long term. Right. Correct. Yeah. The last time she had went there, we she got diagnosed, and then we adjusted her shoeing and put three degree wedge morrisons on her and trailers in the back and it still i mean it helped but it was not she's had hock injections ankle injections yep. and coffin. coffin joint injections yep wow and so and when i started this equinity she has not had injections since then the only difference is adding the equinity to her diet i have not even we have not even taken her back for injections yet this has been a two-year process from the start of well, about two and a half year process of when we we had trouble with her to where she's not able to do her job. And so she just started equinity less than 60 days ago and looking like we might be able to start our job. Well, not taking a lame step since. Mm-mm. Nope. Wow. Well, I tell people all the time, and, and I, I will reiterate, this is not a miracle product. It's not a miracle supplement. But I'll let you make up your mind hearing these stories. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a firm believer. She will. That horse will never, ever again go without equinity in her life. Yeah, that's incredible. Wow. Well, keep us posted on that because that would be uh, that would be really neat um, to see how she does as you get her back and and racing again. See where she's at. Yeah, I plan to start legging her up and racing again here in the upcoming months. Great. Wow. Okay. Let's see. We've got two left. I believe we're going to talk about Chance next. So uh, tell us what was going on with Chance. Chance, he came to us. He has torn his peroneus tertius and his deep extensor tendon. So basically his left leg was just hanging on by a few threads. So the front of his left hind leg, those muscles and tendons there had been near ruptured. I mean, torn. So he had 
swelling from his stifle all the way down. His whole leg was about as big as his stifle all the way down when I first saw the pictures. I mean, not good. <laughs> so the, he was taken to his first vet appointment to get ultrasound to figure out what the heck was going on. They said, oh, he's torn his cronies tertius. He's going to have lots of rehab. At that point, that vet gave him a 12-month prognosis as far as healing time to be able to start going back and getting conditioned and lunched and things like that and turnout. So his owner, Becky, brought him to me from that vet appointment, and we started him right away on equinity and in our physical rehab program. I had made an appointment with Dr. Davern for three weeks from the day they dropped him off to me. So we had taken him in. All this, At this point, all the swelling's gone. And we were able to get an ultrasound. And what they had found at that point was that he was torn in more than one spot. The original vet appointment, he was so swelled up, they couldn't even see the extent of the injuries. They were worse than we had thought when he had had just his 12-month prognosis. So at that point, he had shown so much healing within those three weeks that he got his prognosis got cut in half. It was down five months. Um, so we took him back home, and he's been on Equinity and our feed program and our rehabilitation program. He went home December 7th, five months on the dot, and he's back in condition and entered in the AQHA World Show. From Oh, my. So from 12 months down to five months and now entered in the And, and five months on the dot, he's being rode. Yeah, he, he was rode five months in one day. He, he, he was released to start at three at, – yeah, four weeks, I was able to walk him. I had gotten him up to 800 feet. So mind you, that's where this horse was at. He was on stall rest, and he could go. He could start out on 200 feet a day. And then every few days, I could. Start, I just started doubling it, and he he just kept accelerating, accelerating. Okay, so then we started lunging him lightly. And this horse is hard to contain. He's full of it, and which is probably why he got his injury in the first place. Mm-hmm. And um, we started lunging. And then we started lunging for 20 minutes at a time. And then the day before he got home, I snuck a ride on him. <laughs> and he hasn't taken one step backwards. That's incredible. I, and again, yeah. hearing these stories, and if you're tuning in, listening this far in, and, and we've got another pretty dramatic one coming up. But keep in mind, the Not a Miracle Supplement, you've got a great team of people around you. And this is, uh, Wow. I mean, absolutely. There's a lot of hard work that goes into your entire team when you're dealing with any kind of rehab horse. But I will tell you that this product speeds it up. It accelerates it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and one of the uh, examples I tell people because you know we're running a lot of things around hoof growth and sole depth and all the problems that kind of come around with the hooves and things. And, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, you could have the world's best farrier standing in front of your horse, but if there's nothing to work with, the farrier is not much good because they can't do anything. And so one of the great things with this product, it helps with growing a faster, healthier, stronger hoof. And so it gives the farrier more to work with in a shorter amount of time. And, I think that example extends right over to everything that you're doing from a rehab standpoint. We've kind of touched on this, but it gives you more to work with in a shorter amount of time. So it makes your job a lot easier and the horse isn't in as much distress for, well, we'll say shorter times versus tip, you know, before it would be a lot longer rehab time. Now it's just a shorter rehab time. Yeah. And our clients are liking that. 
Yes, well, <laughs> much it makes, less time than yes. money. Yeah, that's right. So it's less on the pocketbook, and everybody's happier. Horses are happier. So, yeah. We'll have to have our farrier on here to tell you because he he knows he has asked me on a couple horses without knowing what have you done. He's, <laughs> you know, this horse has foot that she's never had before. So yeah. It, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. So, okay, let's get into the last one that we're going to talk about here on this Equinity podcast. This one's brutal, and we're going to be posting the pictures uh, on our website. Pretty pretty intense, but tell us uh, what happened with Six. Six, six-figure leader. We, he was a one D-barrel horse. He'd been a really great racehorse before we raised my family raised him. We were actually at our place at a horse show. We were running barrels. We were on our way home, coming down from the third barrel to make our stop, and he he stumbled. He stumbled out with his front left and his back right foot kicked out out of balance, and it hung him in the fence. It hung him in the, in the bottom of a cattle panel in mid-stride. And what stopped him was his foot hooked up in that cattle panel. About pulled me off the top of him. Oh, my gosh. I jumped off, and there, uh, blood was squirting higher than his hawk. It had severed his artery and compromised his coffin joint. So at that point, everybody from the horse show, Samantha Anthrop and Lauren Davidson and Anita Wise jumped in. And without them getting him wrapped up and getting a truck hooked up to the trailer, this horse probably wouldn't have made it. We made it to Purdue University within 30 minutes, and my lucky star was met. I met Dr. Alex Davern, who is a surgeon, he had six within an hour of the injury into surgery to repair the coffin joint. His prognosis at that point was fair at best. So we went ahead with it, and um, he came out with a hard cast. Also, what they had said, too, was that his uh, dispensary had been slightly compromised as well, which was the least of our worries, which is, you know, the biggest thing that puts barrel horses down the drain. Mm-hmm. So on top of the coffin joint injury, we, we had a little bit of suspensory issues. So uh, he was in a hard cast, and they said that he would be in a cast for 10 months, was his original prognosis. So he had to stay at Purdue University for a week before they released him to come home. Two weeks from coming home, he went back to his next vet appointment. <laughs> and they took the cast off, and he was he was healed. He was healed, like the the wound was actually healed, and they were like, "Okay, well, I guess we'll just put a soft cast on him and send him home." Like that is bizarre, but okay, six, you're the miracle horse. So now you know we're thinking, okay, we still have you know another year of stall and rehab and things like that, at least to maybe get him to where maybe he's sound enough to stay out in the pasture. You know, so within a month. From the so we're not even two months into his entire the whole injury right so within two months we were hand walking outside you know and keeping him as best as possible out of walk that we could because at any moment that horse would be jumping up and and going crazy because he felt so good which is you know this horse has experienced some pain that I think a lot of animals don't go through right. and and. I mean, we have this document. This this is what blow your mind if if everybody could see these before and after pictures. So, what in less than a complete calendar year from the injury, I was back riding this horse. I was actually on him within a few months. Cause I'm, you know, they said it's not going to hurt him if you're going to do your walking with you on his back. So I was actually able to get on him within a few months. This horse has only been on one scoop of equinity a day at this point. 
those first three weeks that we started him, <laughs> I, I think I probably gave him two a day. But yeah. after that, I mean, he's just been on one a day. And he's back in the barrel pen now. I run him. My husband runs him. Other than a, his speed and his equinity, we're not having to do anything. I haven't injected him. I haven't. He doesn't live on Butte. He doesn't live on anything like that. So it, it, the last visit that I went to Davern, he was like, get this horse doing something. You know, I treat them like they're glass. You know, I'm terrified. Yeah. Like, dude, please don't hurt yourself. And he's like, get him out of here and go do something. Like, wow. give him his job back. So, I mean, to have him alive is one thing. But to have my horse back, you know, my dream horse back is just, you know, we can't thank you enough. Well, that... We're blessed. I mean, this product is, it's one of the reasons I started the podcast because typically people would call in or they would email their story and I would just be sitting here and my jaw would be on the table and I'm thinking, I cannot believe what I'm hearing. And this was just happening over and over and over and from one extreme to another. And one day it hit me and I'm like, you know what? It's a real shame that I'm the only one hearing this story outside of their little circle and so that's right. one of the reasons I started this podcast. So now people around the world can hear. And, you know, you had mentioned uh, one scoop versus two scoops. Now, the idea behind that, and I brought this up in the, in the beginning of the call, but one scoop a day stimulates the pituitary to release the hormones that help the body heal at a cellular level. So those hormones, which were after growth hormone and IGF-1, they have a 23 and a half hour life cycle. So that's why you give the product every day it's one scoop a day so the idea behind giving two scoops one in the morning and one in the evening is it's spiking those hormones twice a day so they always stay in an elevated state and so one yeah. scoop a day is perfectly fine people see changes and i would say the upper 90 percentile of people do see changes in 30 days or less and in, in bristol's case four to five days the magic scoop yeah. of powder yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but we do recommend with injured horses or even performance horses that don't really have anything going on, giving a scoop in the morning and a scoop in the evening really helps accelerate the healing process, even for the performance horse with recovery stamina. So we have a lot of people that swear by yep. that. Now, I didn't ask you this specifically, but with all of these horses, were you just giving one scoop or were you doing the, the two scoops on a consistent yep. basis? I know. Six was the only one that got a couple of scoops there in the beginning. And I was just praying and throwing everything I had at him at that sure. point. So I haven't had to give anybody two scoops. But for my performance horses, I give them an extra one when I know that we're hauling for a long time. Just just for the stress. Yeah, so, but I, I, would, I don't have any horses on two scoops all the time. Yeah. And that's what actually we, we recommend if you're hauling. You know, you can start them two scoops while you're hauling, showing and on the way back and yes. what have what have you found you mentioned stress have you noticed they're they're just more comfortable what, what have you noticed by on your performance Absolutely. horses i mean yes our, our performance the recovery time on them is just you can't you yeah you can't believe how how easy they come back and i'm getting these horses i'm talking you know four five six seven hours in a horse trailer and they're coming out feeling good legs are cold you know i i know if my horse is sore that's what i do for a living mm -hmm. and to not have to work on my own horses as much is much helpful when, when we're doing all these stressful things at home. These horses aren't tired. so And, and they've got all their spark in there, and I, I, I appreciate that. I really like how, how they feel on this product. They feel good. 
Yeah. Well, with all these horses healing ahead of schedule, you're you're going to be bored. I know. That's, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, I tell you what, I really appreciate y'all uh, taking the time, Samantha Anthrope and Rachel Cleary out of Indiana. Thank you so much for sharing your stories here on the Equinity Podcast. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to. Thank you. Oh, you bet. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. That's all for this episode of the Equinity Podcast. For more information on purchasing Equinity, be sure to visit our website at teamequinity.com, where you'll also find product information as well as more testimonials on how others have seen amazing results by implementing Equinity into their horse's supplement regime. We'll have more stories on how Equinity is helping horses worldwide right here on a future episode of the Equinity Podcast. 